Okay, so if everyone is ready, let's get started. Um, let me first welcome Professor Menachem Chaim, who's from the Department of Political Science at the Bailan University in Israel. Uh, okay, Mike's and I are not friends. Um, He's a faculty member at the Department of Political Science and he has been a fellow at St. Anthony's College, Oxford University, at MIT, the European University, Leiden University and King's College, London. In 2000, Professor Klein was an advisor for Jerusalem Affairs and Israel PLO Final Status Talks. To, he was the advisor to Prime Minister Ehud Barak. His book, Lives in Common, Arabs and Jews in Jerusalem, Jaffa and Hebron, which was printed by the Oxford University Press and Seahurst London, was named one of the best 2014 non-fiction books by the New Republic and was published also in German and Hebrew. So we are very pleased to welcome him here. Today he is going to talk about social changes in Jerusalem from 1949 to 1967, looking at the demographic and geographical changes and um, also looking at the city's development policies that have been implemented. Um, he talks, therefore, not only about urban realities, but also how these have been integrated into the national policies of the two states who have actually overseen Jerusalem in this period up to the 1967 war. So, Professor Klein. Thank you very much. No. Yeah, it's okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. 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 Okay, thank you very much, and thank you, Victor, for inviting me, and... Jamalia for the excellent uh, organization. Uh, a few years ago, uh, I moved, you know, uh, I published a lot about uh, political history, uh, urban history, post-67 and so on, and a few years ago I decided to go back to uh, cultural and social history since the uh, late 19th century, and Lives in Common was the, was the product. And uh, recently I decided to uh, start a new project of uh, studying Jer divided Jerusalem, but not uh, from the political institutional aspect, but from the social and everyday life. And uh, so uh, I, I, just, I just started. Um, what I would like to present today is some data uh, socio-demographic, socio-economic data uh, on uh, both Jordanian and Israeli Jerusalem between 49 and uh, 67, uh, which speaks a lot. We, we can learn much uh, about it. But my uh, research will not end with this data. I hate writing boring books and uh, dry, just bring uh, dry data. Um, so I started also interviewing uh, Palestinians on their everyday life as uh, teenagers in uh, Jordanian Jerusalem. Um, I, I will go also to, to, to uh, excavate uh, Israeli archives, municipal archives, the British archives, and so on. But, to start with, I think that the, uh, the data that I found in Israeli uh, archives and, and, and books are very, very telling. Uh, the, so the main source of the data that I, I present, so the conclusions, not, not just data, the conclusions that I uh, present here today uh, is based on Jordanian primary sources, Jordanian archives that the Israelis occupied or 
still possessed uh, since '67, uh, um, and uh, they are available. Beside, I also uh, rely on Israeli state archive data um, collected in the first year of the Israeli occupation between '67 and '68. Uh, Israelis. Uh, made a census and uh, collected much data on uh, the um, uh, just annexed uh, city in order to know how to run it. So uh, uh, the, uh, the, the data that I have, I think it, it is very, very reliable. The Jordanian papers uh, include also the private paper papers of the mayor, and the Mohafez, the governor of Jerusalem uh, district. And they are available. That's uh, uh, in the uh, Israeli State Archive and the Israeli Municipal Archives, including also, of course, uh, minutes of the city council. It's not a completed uh, collection of, of minutes, but uh, it, what, what they have there uh, is, is very telling. Now, first of all, Let's look, uh, let's have an overall view of the two cities. And uh, I would say, uh, okay, two cities, the, the, okay, yeah, it's not one Jerusalem, two cities. Uh, first, the, the, there is a big difference in the size, in square kilometer. The Jordanian city was 6.5, the Israeli 38.1. The Israeli city was much bigger. Um, population size, 60.5 uh, in uh, 1961 in the Jordanian city, 200,000 in the uh, Israeli capital in 65. Uh, now, the budget, of course, the budget of the Israeli, uh, the Israeli city was much higher. But what is very interesting is the percentage of the, uh, the, uh, for development, or how much uh, was invested for development. So uh, the, in the Jordanian municipality, the total budget was in uh, millions, uh, millions Israeli pounds. Okay, I took the Israeli pound in order to have a, 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 the, the same base for calculation. Uh, the total budget was 3.6 million, for which 2.85 for development. In the Israeli city, the budget was 60, of which 15 was for uh, development. Um, expenses for per capita uh, in the uh, is, uh, Jordanian side was 100, uh, in the mid uh, 50s, an Israeli pound. Um, one, uh, 108, in the Israeli side, 370. So we see um, a big gap between the size and the budget and development uh, budget uh, between the, the two cities. The prestige of taxes paid to the city hall, the national taxes paid to the city hall in order to help the city to develop, in the Jordanian uh, city, it was 12%. In the Israeli city, 50%. So uh, 
what, what, what we see is a, a huge difference between the two, also in, in population. In 67, the Jordanian city was uh, 70,000 people. Uh, the Israeli city, almost 200,000 people. Uh, so uh, the, uh, is the Israeli city uh, was further developed, much more populated, uh, spread over much greater area, but the uh, this this the, gro the uh, growth of the population in the Israeli side was moderate, despite the government heavy investments in in Jerusalem. So the relative uh, development and the population growth. Uh, Israeli Jerusalem main source of population growth were Jewish immigrants from abroad, whereas the Jordanian Jerusalem, the newcomers to the city were locals, 48 war refugees and Hebronites. Uh, the uh, Jordan, uh, Jordanian Jerusalem has more young persons than its Israeli counterpart. In mid-64, Israeli Jerusalem social composition was as following. 50% were born in Israel or mandatory Palestine, 25% in Asian and African countries, and 25% in Europe, mostly in Eastern Europe. Search of the origins of those who were born in Israel or mandatory Palestine shows that 45% of them were originated in Asian and African countries against 38 in Europe. In other words, in early, early 50s immigrants changed the balance between Western and Arab Jews. And this is very, very significant uh, component of Jerusalem. The demographic shift will lead in the 70s to the fall of the labor, mo uh, labor movement. The labor-led Israeli government uh, put uh, in transit camp the big number of immigrants in, in, in the early 50s. About 10,000 people lived in such a camp in South Jerusalem in Talpiot, transit uh, camp. Later, Israel relocated them along the armistic line, discriminated and fully dependent on the ruling Ashkenazi establishment. The core neighborhoods in Jerusalem, such as, for instance, Rehavia or Nachlaot, were populated by pre-48 Jerusalemites affili affiliated to local and national institutions. So they, Jerusalem was composed by core, West Jerusalem, Israeli Jerusalem, by core neighborhoods that were affiliated in a way or another to the uh, ruling establishment and the outside ring along the armistic line of those who were rejected and discriminated systematically by, by, the, by the regime. The data shows also that a long timeline, more and more Israeli Jerusalemites did not experience pre-48 war shared city life. And this is very, very crucial. Only a small minority remembered how Jerusalem was pre-48. And this will create a collective mind post-67. 
Most of the Jordanian Jerusalems lived in, 60, in the year 61 in the old city. 36,800 persons. Just 23,600 lived outside the old city. The 48th war, followed by Jordanian annexation of the West Bank, terminated the rule of the old clan and wealth-based elite. The Husseinis, Nashashibis, Khalidis. Encouraged by the Hashemite struggle against the Palestinian nationalist elite that opposed the annexation, middle and lower classes enjoyed social mobilization and the Jordanian regime encouraged encouragement. It helped its supporters to move from Hebron to Jerusalem. The prestige of business, businesses owned by those who came from Hebron was in 1950 was 36% and 40% in 67. In addition, 67% of the old city residents and 95% of Abu Tor came, came from Hebron. So Jerusalem's social and, economic and commercial life uh, were changed by, by this immigration encouraged by the Jordanian uh, regime. Whereas Israel gradually moved government, uh, government offices to its capital and invest, invested in its development, Jordan kept its Jerusalem underdeveloped and em empowered by Amman, by among other means, moving its, uh, uh, its Jerusalem offices from Jerusalem to Amman. Consequently, educated Jerusalemites emigrated to the developing capital, Amman. So the Jerusalem lost its young educated uh, uh, generation. I would like just to mention that whereas in Israel there was a university, the Hebrew University, in Jerusalem there was no university uh, in, in uh, Jordanian Jerusalem, for instance. Uh, in 67, only 26,000 people were original Jerusalemites. Hebronites dominated the Waqf, Sharia courts, Bureau of, uh, Bureau of Commerce, and the city council. Only one person, Anwar Nuseiba, out of eight Jerusalem district governors, was local elite member. So Anwar Nuseiba is an exceptional. In the Israeli city, however, the old elite excluded the newcomers from leading positions. It was the opposite side in, uh, it, to what happened in Jordanian Jerusalem. The Ashkenazi elite patronized the immigrants and they governed them through veteran and newcomer Arab Jewish collaborators. In both cities, most employees worked in private and public services. So in both cities, uh, the public sector dominated the, the job market and also the, was the main source of income. Tourism was dominated income source in the Jordanian city, employing over 50% of the workers across different uh, professions. Uh, in uh, the number of tourists coming to Jordanian Jerusalem in 1966 six, uh, reached 600,000 tourists, um, mostly coming from 
uh, from Arab countries. Only 175,000 out of 600 came from Western uh, countries. Uh, Kalandia Airport became an international terminal in 1966, serving about 100,000 passengers traveling to sh for short distance um, uh, between uh, uh, Jerusalem and uh, the neighboring countries. Jo West Jerusalem, okay, the airport of West Jerusalem was and still is Ben Gurion Airport near Tel Aviv. Um, about 10% of each city worked in construction. It should be, be noted that in any two years before 1967, here, Israel built in Jerusalem more houses than Jordan along entire 19 years rule in Jerusalem. Uh, okay, I will cut it shorter, fine. Uh, there was a, a, a income gap data per occupation shows that wide gap existed in unskilled low income professions such as a, a, a construction or low rank uh, uh, offices. The gap between the two cities narrowed, however, as the employee was skillful, professional, or in management position, and, and this, is, this is common in, in, both, in both cities. So what I, what I see from the data is that there, is, there are elements that the two cities share and elements that are very, very uh, different. Uh, An Israeli, it's, it's very interesting, an Israeli, official Israeli survey of uh, nine, 994 shops outside the old city, and the survey was made in July 68. The survey found that 926 out of 994, uh, so 926 person owned them. There were no branches in East Jerusalem commercial life. This, uh, this is ve very uh, interesting. No, no big branches or big chains existed in 67 in, in, in Jerusalem. Mostly middle class members owned them, as shown in the owner's place of residence. They lived in the old city or uh, in the Wadi Jaws, or Bet very few in Bet Hanina, for instance, which is the uh, place where, or Shoafat, where the, let's say, the elite, social elite, or the economic elite uh, lives. So uh, it's a, a the, the, the data te tells us much about the uh, so socioeconomic composition of uh, each city, immigration, emigration, um, the transfer of offices, governmental offices outside Jerusalem, and the anger, what we see that the uh, Jerusalem elite, the mayor, city council were were very angry and frustrated by the Jordanian government 
position and acts taken uh, in, in Jerusalem, they lost their status. The, uh, the, the mindset of the local elite, Jordanian, uh, the Palestinian or local elite that lived and, and led Jer uh, Jordanian Jerusalem is that they were beaten by the government and the government is, is very hostile uh, to, to, to Jerusalem. They took the prestige from the city and there were many tensions between the city council uh, and, the, and, and the government, whereas the Mohafez, the governor tried to mediate uh, uh, between them. But the, finally, uh, the, the, this is uh, a conclusion that leads us the post-67 era. What happened after 67 is not a, a, an accident. The, uh, it was created along, uh, in 48 war and the Jordanian policy towards Jerusalem um, uh, between 49 and 67. That uh, the, uh, the Israeli rule over the takeover, the easy takeover on, uh, on uh, Jordan, the Jordanian city is rooted in what was there of what was done and not done by the Jordanians uh, up to 67 war.